Blog Talk Radio. It's Music Friday Live from Los Angeles, California, brought to you by Solar City, America's number one source of clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. Today, two great women will join us on Music Friday Live, a nationally known longtime entertainer from Detroit and a rising young star making a name for herself in the South. In segment one, coming right up, we're going to be talking to Jill Jack. She's queen of Detroit country folk rock. And in the second half of the program, I'm going to introduce you to a 15-year-old rap singer with a positive message who's become a regional phenomenon and is about to go national. You'll hear her first right here on Music Friday Live, so stay tuned. Before I introduce you to our first guest, uh, I want to remind everybody that if you know of a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday Live, you've seen them at a club or you've, you've heard their music on Reverb Nation, Go to our website and tell us about it, musicfridaylive.nationbuilder.com, and you click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top, and you give us their name and you know any contact information, you know, like their website. It takes about 10 seconds, and you could put a band that you've discovered on the air here at Music Friday Live. And while you're there, look around, read the reviews, check out the band bios, comment on the blog, and there's lots of stuff to do there. So that's musicfridaylive.nationbuilder.com. Well, this week, some of you may have noticed our website disappeared. That's right. Uh, our ISP, uh, the host of our, our website, which is uh, nationbuilder.com, was the victim of a massive attack. Right? They were offline for about 20 hours, which is a pretty massive attack. But we're back now. In the process, our blog disappeared. We, we, fortunately, we got that back, too. But if you went to musicfriday.nationbuilder.com and it wasn't there, that was what happened. We are back now. Everything is okay. The blog is up, and uh, you can um, name your bands uh, and, and tell us all about them. Also, also, if you are a Guns N' Roses fan, you know that... They're coming to Vegas this Sunday. That's right. They're going to be at the joint room at the Hard Rock Hotel. But that, of course, is not the real news. The real news is who's opening with them. The blues rock band Delta Rose is going to be opening for them. Delta Rose has grown into a unique, high-powered, rock-and-roll-anchored blues band. And, of course, they have a huge following now, too. So they're going to be opening with Guns N' Roses, and that's a big step with them. So if you're going to be in Vegas next week, or you can be in Vegas next week, and you're a blues and rock fan, get over to the Hard Rock Hotel, catch their show. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want more details, go to musicjunkie.com. That's musicjunkie.com to get all the details on the Delta Rose and uh, Guns N' Roses opening in Las Vegas. Well, we're going to take a break now. Uh, we got to welcome in our affiliates. And when we come back, the incomparable Jill Jacks. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live.
Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. Hi, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host of Music Friday Live, and we're being brought to you by blogtalkradio.com, and as you just heard, by cyberstationusa.com, and you can, of course, hear us on Stitcher. I want to welcome all of our listeners on the cyberstationusa.com network and their radio affiliates. If you have questions or comments for our guests, you can call in. You can call in to 347 215 7511. That's 347-215-7511. And you can talk to our guests live on the air. Also, I'm told that we are about to open the chat room for all of our Blog Talk listeners. It's now open. So uh, log on, talk to each other, talk to, talk to us, give us your questions and your comments. And if you're sitting there at work and you've got your headphones on and you're really not paying attention to that PowerPoint on your computer screen, but you're actually listening to us, you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you're on, listening to us on a podcast, you downloaded uh, later, and this is not the live uh, broadcast for you, you can still email questions for our guests, and we will forward your question to them so they can reply directly to you. I first saw Jill Jack at a club in Hollywood a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I was there for another band, and I'd come in early for dinner, and I ran into an excited crowd at the door of the listening room. So I took a little detour in to see what the excitement was about. The excitement was about Jill Jack, and I quickly learned why. Jill Jack electrified the room with incredible, unique, high-energy, woman-centered, heart-aching country rock. She's amazing, awesome, fabulous, and any other adjectives that you can come up with for a talent that puts on a show that blows the audience away with musical fireworks. And she's beautiful, and she has stage presence of a major star, and she's a really nice person, as well as being a strong woman who has won over one of America's toughest towns in a man's music world. And best of all, she's here with us right now on Music Friday Live. Jill Jack, welcome to Music Friday Live. Well, thank you, Patrick. If I could hear that every day, I could get out of bed a lot easier. That was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you, uh, after the show, you can download it, www.blogtalkradio.com slash Music Friday, and you can listen to it all you want. <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jill, we got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, your musical influences, your album, The Sunflower Girl, the ups and downs of life in your songs, and we'll get to all that, but I'd like to start with Detroit and some of the great things that you do there. Now, Detroit's had a rough time, but you have worked to help this city and its people more than any other artist I can think of anywhere. Can you tell me some of the activities you're involved in and how that led to the song, I'm a Believer? Well, actually, I was working with some advertising people on another uh, company situation, and they came to me and told me about this I'm a Believer campaign that they were working on. And I was so excited because 
I've lived in Detroit my whole life, um, a suburbs of, but, uh, you know, I grew up in Detroit. My parents used to take me there. So I, I love the grit of Detroit. I, I'm a firm defender of Detroit every time I go on tour. And um, so when they asked me to do this, well, my first reaction was, oh, my gosh, this is such a huge honor, but I'm scared to death because I wanted to make sure that I did it right, that I gave it credit, that I, I could make people who'd never been to Detroit understand who we are. And, um, you know, a lot of other people were throwing suggestions about, you know, the uh, places that we have to go here, this, that, and the other thing. But really what Believe in Detroit is about in the I'm a Believer campaign is trying to pull communities and suburbs, not just the city itself, but have everybody work together in a volunteer situation. So we were saying we'd develop an army of, of volunteers to get together and clean clean up or, you know, paint fire hydrants or, um, you know, just all sorts of different volunteer opportunities and bring communities together. There's many, many places that are trying to do this. Many companies, not-for-profits, are trying to do this. And it's good. The more the merrier, as far as I'm concerned. So when they asked me to write the song, all I kept thinking is, is using also what I do in my own life is you have to dream it first. You have to imagine it, and you have to believe. And so if you can do those three things, change will happen. And so that's really what that song was about. It's like we're fighters. We may fall down, but we get up. And Detroit has always been known for its grit. And so I thought let's use that to uh, better, you know, uh, influence, influence with the song. So that's really what – and it took off. It was just – it's a huge campaign, and it's just exciting. So – I love being a part of it. Well, I'm going to give our audience just a little sample of that, and then uh, later okay. on they can they can go to to uh, your website www.jilljack.com and learn and hear the whole thing, see the video, and uh, and learn about the I'm a Believer campaign. But here's just a little taste of I'm a Believer. We've been up, we've been down, but we got what it takes. Well, I'm a believer. I'll tell you that, boy. <laughs> okay, let's 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 talk a little bit about music. Uh, um, Sunflower Girl. That's your most recent album, and it's the eighth album on your imprint, Uphill Productions. Um, and I want to give the uh, the audience just um, uh, a sample of uh, the title track, so they know why I'm excited. And I'm really excited about this. I'll tell you. Listen to this. <laughs>
I got to say, I, I love that. I, I love the kick drum and the accordion in there. It's such a great scaffold for your voice. It, it almost sounds like it's Irish and it's very primitive. Uh, and, and you wrote that, <laughs> didn't you? Yes, I did, but I can't take full credit because my husband, who has absolutely no musical ability whatsoever, and he'd admit that, um, he came in one day and he said, uh, good morning, Sunflower Girl, and he's used to me doing this. He went to kiss me. I go, hold on a second, and I wrote down Sunflower Girl. And then we were talking we were talking about someone we know, and I can't say who, and he said, honey, you can't fix crazy. And I said, hang on a minute, and I wrote that down too. And he went to work, and this whole song, just developed in my head and um it was just it was one of the easiest songs to write but it was so real she's so real to me as a person and if you look at the cd cover this little girl walked up i was at the americana music conference and this little girl walked up with striped red and white tights um like uh ruby slippers and a tutu, pink tutu, and a, and I'm like, there's my sunflower girl right there. So I took a picture of her. She was the daughter of a bass player, and I said, can I use this for my CD cover? <laughs> and he said, yes. <laughs> and then the the background was of a wall in uh, Michigan that someone had painted. So between the two, I sent it to my graphic guy. I said, can this be the cover? He said, sure. <laughs> All with an iPhone. <laughs> Well, well, I, I have that I have that cover actually right in front of me, and I would never know it was an iPhone. It's a wonderful picture. That, that's a great story. Uh, <laughs> it's true, and, and that verifies something that um, I think is true, but maybe you have, maybe it's not. Most of your songs are really personal. They kind of come out of your own life. Is that that the case? Well, I think so. I mean, maybe not even. It, it, I think subliminally. Uh, in some points. But I think this record, Sunflower Girl, for sure, was based and drawn on many things and many emotions that happened. I, I would say every song except one, which was a song called I Was Wrong, which apparently I don't ever want to be wrong. No, I'm kidding. Um, that song came out of nowhere, and I have no idea what it's about. It's not about me, um, but I love those kind of songs because it's like a story, and it came from... I was in Utah, 11,000 feet up, and a song came to me there, and it was so quiet, and so I wrote three songs that day that made it to this album. So, yeah, that was well, the only one that's out, out, you know, pertaining, I think, but everything else, yeah, for sure. Well, there's another song on the album that I think resonates with a lot of people because they've had the experience. It's called Ghost. Yes. Uh, The words in there, um, there's a line in there, I just miss you, I just miss you. Those are such simple words, and yet they hit home so hard, so deep. What ins- I understand that's one of your favorite songs. What, what, where did it come from? You know, it's so hard to even listen to it without crying. Um, a friend of mine passed away unexpected at 37 years old. He had a heart attack, and... Um, he was just a warm human being, and he he was he loved life. And the fact that 
you know, I saw him one day and the next day he was gone. And I was driving and I saw a Federal Express truck drive by and I swear the guy waved at me and it looked like Jeff, the, the man that passed away, freaked me out. I came home, I was crying and um, there had been a robin around my house who had been hanging around and he had a big puffy chest and Jeff was kind of a bulky guy. My husband thought I was crazy. I kept calling him Jeff all day. He's like, why are you talking to the robin? I go, I think that's Jeff. <laughs> and so the song just came out of my grief. And um, so many people have have just attached themselves to this song because it helped them. Uh, I had a man came up, come up to me on my first performance of doing it. I said I was nervous about performing it. And he came up to me after he said, don't ever ever hold back on music like that because he said, I lost my two-year-old daughter last year and nobody will discuss her life with me because they think it's too painful. He said, you're doing it in honor of the person that passed. So you're, you're recognizing their life. So continue to do it. So from then on, I put it in my set for sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure that there are thousands of wives and husbands and parents of people who didn't come back from Iraq and Afghanistan who right. resonate with that song. That is just Absolutely. amazing. Yeah, I well, agree. <laughs> I, I, I want to change the tempo here uh, a little bit to a, uh, to, to a song that I heard you sing live, and, and I was just transfixed. And, and, and this was even though you were having throat problems the night I, <laughs> I saw you in, in Hollywood. It is so beautiful that, that I just have to share it, and then you can... Tell us uh, a, a little bit about it, because this is just remarkable. This is Breathe. Later on in this song, your your voice drops down into a register that is is, is seductive. It's personal and, and it's just heart piercing. It, it's it's really truly stunning. Where did that song come from, and, and how do you do something like that along with the country folk rockers like Sunflower Girl? <laughs> you um you have to be in a really painful place. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a hotel, um, and it was at a big music conference, and I just felt like a little ant with, like, these incredibly talented musicians. And I was like, how am I going to be seen and heard with all these amazing musicians around me? And I went in my hotel room, and I just couldn't breathe. And I was overwhelmed, and I just, it just spilled out, and it was the most honest, real song I think I've ever done. And um, 
so many people again bond with this song because it just it, it resonates you know how to deal with stress how how do you get beyond how do you fight through the fear um and so that's truly where that and i think where i wrote it what key i wrote it in really helped get that feeling across as well well it certainly works uh it, it it's <laughs> one of the most personal songs that is it it, it talks to me. It talks to every single person who, who hears it. Uh, we're getting some emails in. So we've got Yay. your fans. Yeah, your fans out there want, <laughs> want, to, uh, want to ask you things. Um, Reynolds in Los Angeles wants no, this is an interesting question. Wants to know if you have any children. Yes, I do. I have one lovely daughter. Her name is Emma. And she has actually um, performed on a couple of my CDs. And she's uh, um, just an amazing person. She she keeps her mom's head straight. <laughs> she is the best thing I ever did in my life. So yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, now you you said that she's performed on your CDs. Does that mean you, is she's going into music too? No, she decided. You know, so many people pressured her, and um, you know what's funny is she gets on stage. We opened, I, I can't remember who I was opening for. It was a, it was a major act, and it was probably about 17,000 people. And I said, what are you doing, Friday? You want to come up on stage with me? She walks up on stage like it's nothing, you know, like it's your living room. And I said, you know, it takes years for people to feel that comfortable, and because she's been around it her whole life, it doesn't phase her. And um, she's... 22 now and so she decided to go into the other side of it which is event planning so she works at Bonnaroo she works at all the you know oh festivals. now she's working at an event planning place in Chicago called um, Red Frog and she loves the excitement of behind the scenes she told me that oh. my job was too hard <laughs> she said you have to work too hard Bob uh, and too much rejected I'm like oh okay fine that's fine oh, my god <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. We got a, a question here from uh, Mark in Plymouth, and Mark wants to know: Can Jill say a few words about how her songwriting has affected, or how songwriting has affected her life and the lives of other people? Oh well, it's affected my life because it's cheaper on therapy. That's for sure. <laughs> um, as far as how it's um, affected other people, you know, I think one of the biggest rewards of my career are the emails that I get, Um, and they usually come at really perfect times when I'm feeling a little low or struggling, how it's changed people's lives. I've had people tell me that it's stopped them from suicide. I've had people tell me that um, it's come through divorce, um, got them through a loss of a partner or, you know, a death of someone. And so I think that, or just, I, I, one of my favorite ones, I got an email and they said, her and her husband were dancing around the living room on a Friday night to my music and it just made them so happy. So when you hear stuff like that, you're just like, it's so much bigger than yourself. And I love that. Well, I, I understand that your father once told you that people pay to see you so they can forget about their problems for a while. Uh, yes. Do you think about that before you go on stage? Every time, <laughs> because one time I did it, and that's when he told me. Um, it was my old band, and we were getting in fights and arguments, and we got on the stage, and everybody looked cranky, and my parents were in the audience, and there was some really important music, you know, moguls there, too, and I didn't know that they were there. And my father came up to me after, and he's like, what happened? And I said, everybody was just fighting. And he said, 
you know, people don't pay to see your problems. They pay to forget theirs. And I was like, wow. And it was just, it resonated so much that even, you know, I've experienced many things right before I got on stage, like my grandmother finding out she passed away and I was on the road and things like that. You have to, you ha- even the night you saw me, I was so sick. You have to do your show. And you feed off the energy of the people, you give it back to them, and it tosses back and forth. I mean, we're only on this planet for so long, and you want to make sure most of your minutes are enjoyable and you can kind of feel like you've left all your problems for at least a couple hours. It's a great gift I can give to people. So, Well, you know, it, it shows because uh, you are so comfortable with yourself on stage, even if you're sick, and I, and I wouldn't have known you were, you were sick that night. Um, uh, <laughs> you're too kind. Being on stage <laughs> seems like that's where you belong. It, it's your world. Uh, did, did it take you a while to get to that place? You know, um, I will say that the funny story is when I started as a backup singer, I think one of my first shows, um, his, the band was Johnny Allen and the Appeal, and I was the Appeal. And there was a, um, I would sing my part and then hide behind the bass player, or I'd sing my part and then hide behind the curtain. And finally the lead singer, Johnny, came up to me after the show. He's like, you were great but where'd you keep going? Like you were missing. (laughs) Well, you know, I think he kind of eventually bummed out because once I got comfortable and it didn't take long, there was no turning back. So yeah, I, I, um, very rarely do I get nervous. I do, I do have an adrenaline high, um, that I kind of have to breathe through before I get on stage. And, um, yeah, that, that can get out of control sometimes, but the nerves, I, I don't say, no, it's not there. You know, it's fun. (laughs) <laughs> well, l- l- we're going to have some more fun here. We're going to get back to music, and this is um, Down and Dirty Blues. Uh, to be specific, this is Cry, Cry, Cry. Western folk rock, steamy hot jazz, and now down and dirty blues. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you write it all, and and, and you, uh, you you sing it all. Now, now, where did you learn to write and play so many genres so well? Well, you know, I really think that's from being in Detroit. I think 
it's such a melting pot of so many different kinds of music that you can't help but be influenced by it. It's also the fact that I grew up in a family of five, and we had to share one stereo. <laughs> so, and my dad liked jazz. Um, my mother liked, you know, uh, all the movie, you know, uh, soundtracks. So we always pretended we were, you know, theatrical people. And my oldest sister was like a Zeppelin freak. And so we just had like all these different, and you had to, you know, you could put a record on, but somebody else had to put one on. And, you know, it's just like, this is how it went, and I think that that influenced me. And early on in my career, music business, the record labels wanted me to hone into one. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, I just couldn't think of just only writing one way. And so I did what I wanted. Obviously, well, didn't get the record deal, but... <laughs> we're, we're glad you did. Um, and I understand later this year, uh, PBS is going to be airing a documentary on you. Now, how did that come about, and... When in, in the the minute or so we have left, t- tell us about it and when we can see it. Okay, well, it's supposed to be released before 2014 is over. Um, it came about from a producer who had actually used one of my songs in one of his documentaries. He followed me around for two years and loved the passion and loved the stage presence and everything that you saw, and he decided to make a documentary out of it. And it's been an incredible journey for me. I can't believe it's happening. <laughs> And, 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 and you also have a song now in a, in a Broadway play? Well, it's not a Broadway play. It was actually a Broadway presentation of a premiere of a documentary that I'd written material for. And one of the songs was called A Look Beyond Your Horizon. And so it was just premiered in, in New York, and I flew there right after my tour in California. And it was ridiculously exciting to be there and to see it there. It was just like pinch myself, you know? Oh, but you're a busy girl, and I understand you get, you're on stage this weekend too, and and you've got a, a you're you're on a tour in Michigan. Is that where, where are you going to be? Yes, well, I'm going to be in Jackson, Michigan, at a wonderful place. It's the first time I've played there, but I've worked with this venue operator before, and he's phenomenal. And so um, we're I believe our show starts at eight o'clock, and it's called the Grand River Marketplace. I'll be performing with my trio, my acoustic trio. And I'm really looking forward to it. And then, um, you know, just uh, I'll be all around Michigan for festival season. And then in the in September, I will be in the Carolinas and then also trying to do some southern tour down there. So uh, and hopefully to be back in California by the fall as well. So it's going to be Yay. busy. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. That, that answers, maybe that'll answer the question uh, we got from um, uh, Major P in San Francisco has said, we missed you in San Francisco. You ought to come to Biscuits and Blues. So you can check that one out. We are we are just about out of time. In fact, we pretty well are out of time. And uh, we're going to go out with, with your song, uh, Live Like There's No Tomorrow. But uh, I want to say, uh, Jack, Jill, you, Jill, Jack, you are an inspiration. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. It was wonderful. Jill Jack, the album is Sunflower Girl. It's available on iTunes and CD Baby. The website is jilljack.com. Concerts are this week and later on in Michigan, and you can see the schedule on the website. And whatever state you're in, you need to make this woman part of your music world. Thanks again. Love to have you on the air. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break now, and when we come back... 
I'm going to introduce you to a young woman, Poopy, a fast-rising talent from Kentucky who will surprise and delight you. Stay tuned. You're listening to Music Friday. We are back. That was Live Like There's No Tomorrow by uh, Jill Jack. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host. We always love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can call in and talk to our guests, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. We just got a whole bunch of emails for Jill out from people who just got in. So sorry if she's off the air, but you can go to her website and you can email her through her website and she's real good about answering. Uh, we will also forward your emails too. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host. Now, I've got to give you a, a really quick but very important word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of you are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. Solar City will come out and install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains the system. And all you really have to enjoy is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. So call Tina at Solar City. That's how you find out. You call Tina. Her number is 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And when you call her, tell her I sent you. Tell her Patrick from Music Friday sent you, and she'll give you a discount on your first order. That number again, 909-618-6937. Okay, back to music. While we often interview established artists like uh, Jill Jack, our real love is emerging talent, rising stars both old and young who may only have one EP out or maybe just one song out, but whose talent is undeniable and who are gaining traction in some part of the country. Our next guest is one of those. She's a young artist whose talent is so rich and whose popularity is growing so fast that we think she needs to be introduced to a national audience. Her given name is Faith Monte Roach, but she goes by the name of Poopy. She's come out as a rapper and an R&B singer with a definite voice of her own, and we uh, are really happy to have her here on Music Friday because we think she's going places. Poopy, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. 
Well, well, first, um, who's ever talking in the background needs to stop, okay? <laughs> We're getting feedback in, uh, in, the, in the background. I don't know who's back there, but are, are you on a cell phone at school or something? No, I'm on a cell phone. Okay, well, um, apparently somebody's listening to the show nearby, and we're getting feedback, so have them turn down the, the radio there. Um, you're not cutting class to do this interview, I hope. Oh, no. Well, that, that's good, because uh, I remember there's a line in your song, High School Love, that you got straight A's, and I wouldn't want to be the one that makes that not happen this semester. Okay. <laughs> well, where did the name Poopy come from? Um, I've, I've just been getting that name ever since I was little. My family always called me that. Well, it, it, uh, it, it seems to be spreading around uh, your part of the country. Uh, now, you decided that music was going to be your career at the age of five. Uh, how did that happen? What turned you on to entertaining? Um, my first performance, I was five years old in elementary school, and we had a talent show. And I sung I'll Be There by the Jackson 5, and the audience, the audience went wild. So it just inspired me to sing. So you said, boy, this is for me, huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? At, at the age of five, you discovered a scientific fact. And that fact is that music stimulates the brain's pleasure centers. And it really does. There's, there's, there's research that shows that. So... Um, I'm glad to see that you're you're taking that to heart and, and moving ahead. In addition to making people happy, I understand that you've also discovered that music can help make society a better place, and, and you're involved in, in groovement. You want to tell us what groovement is? Mm-hmm. Groovement is basically a group of people, mostly artists, who are giving hope to our um, communities through our music. And how do you do that? Um, because it's a lot of violence among young people my age that's getting killed and stuff. So we can set good lyrics through our music that people can listen to. And and do do uh, you you hold events and concerts and and uh, pull people together? Yeah, I just had a um, release party May seventeenth at Music Roller Dome. How how many people were there? Um, about um, eight hundred. Wow, you had yeah. a release party with eight hundred people. Yes, that's pretty good. That's I, I've I've been to release parties by nationally known bands that have not had that many people. So congratulations. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you you must have a, um, uh, a, a quite a presence uh, online, uh, uh, or or are these uh, all your friends from school? Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That that that's really something. I, I want to um, to to play a, a, a cut from your 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 first song, uh, "High School Love." But uh, be- before I do that. In Groovement, are there regular events? Are there regular concerts? Do, does everybody get together and sing? Are there dances? Uh, what, what, what kind of things do you do? Yeah, everybody gets together, and we make um, dances that will go to our music. Um, 
people, we have people who write the lyrics of our music. We just get together and do that. Well, I'm going to play. A, I'm going to play your first song because uh, this is really good. You uh, you really come out right out of the box. No wonder there are 800 people there. Here is High School Love. Mama, I can't believe my friends not here anymore. Is she in heaven? I'm trying to live my life, enjoy my kids, my wife, right, right. Yeah, I'm just trying to make it. If I die, ain't no replacement. Yeah. I'm trying to live my life, enjoy my kids, my wife, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it. If I die, ain't no replacement. This that groovement yeah. that feels good music. If you listening to it, you feel influenced yeah. to grab your boo quick, your body moving, they step into it, like it's a movement, your kids can do this, I'm giving you the best of me, especially, cause the Lord blessing me, me and me come through like V and J Carter, go flow, jump top in the game and play smarter, never understood the level of hate, but they oughta, find something better to do and take part of, streets to get the best of you, if you let a young thug lose your life out here in two seconds. Family on the news with Christopher 2X. I recommend a gun range for something to shoot at. Funeral, everybody like, where was you at? Lost so many homies, I lost count. Could have been a lost cause, but look what I found. In a piece, something I couldn't find in the street. People dying in the street, something whining to be real life. Cause I ain't got nothing to prove, something to lose. I'm just trying to live my life, do me. That's what I call an earworm. That that is a, a piece of music that that gets stuck in your in your ears and in your head. It's kind of addictive. You just want to hum it all day. Now, did you write that song? No, my cousin Shanika Jones and her boyfriend Perez Bell wrote that song. So, so this is a, a collaborative venture. Uh, did 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 you who arranged the song? Yeah, but that wasn't High School Love. That was the other song, Trying to Live. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. We did. <laughs> That's <hit> the... okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. uh, I guess we've got the, the titles mixed up here. Um, so your cousin, you and your cousin wrote that song, uh, Trying to Live. What was the message? My cousin there? and her boyfriend wrote that song. But what was the message there? Um, trying to Live is about enjoying life with your family. Life is precious, and we are trying to live, not trying to die. Is the, is is the, is that something that you have to deal with on a daily basis? Yeah, there's a lot of balance among people, people Have my this, age. Is this going to be part of a of a larger uh, album that you're putting together? I know you're putting together an EP now. Yeah, I'm in the studio finishing my house, my high school love studio CD now. And you've got a great video out on it too. Incidentally, I, I want to recommend that everybody take a look at, at your video. Uh, where can they find it? Um, you can go to watch the high school love video. Search Poopy High School Love P O O P I E H I G H S C-H-O-O-L-L-O-V-E. Uh, did you, there's a, there's, you've got a, uh, a dancing, uh, a dance group in there. Did you choreograph that? Yes, yeah, me and my cousin. 
Well, you did a, a fabulous job. Now, now, um, I think my producer now has the right song up. So, so let's see if this is it here. The sound familiar? No, that's the choice. Mama, I can't believe my friend's not here. I'm trying to live my life, enjoy my kids, my wife, right, right. Yeah, I'm just trying to make it. If I die, ain't no replacement. Yeah. I'm trying to live my life, enjoy my kids, my wife, right, right. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it. If I die, ain't no replacement. This that groove, man, yeah. that feel good music. Yeah. If you listening to it, yeah. you feel influenced. Yeah. So grab your boo quick, Aye. your body moving. They step into it, yeah. like it's the movement. Kids can do this, I'm giving you the best of me, especially cause the Lord blessing me, me and me come through like V and J Carter, go flow, jump top in the game and play smarter, never understood the level of hate, but they oughta, find something better to do and take part of, to get the best of you, if you let a young thug lose your life out here in two seconds, family on the news with Christopher 2X, I recommend a gun range for something to shoot at, funeral, everybody like Okay, apparently we've we've had a, uh, a mix-up on the songs that, that we received, and we don't actually have high school love. But you know what? That is a good reason for everybody out there to go to her uh, Reverb Nation site and take a look at that video and listen to high school love because it, it, it uh, is an amazing piece of music. And I like the positive message. Um, you know, all those people out there who say that uh, rapping is negative need to listen to your music. And uh, in High School Love, you talk about grades in college. It's a really good message. Now, I understand that when you um, recorded that, that was your first time in the studio. Were you nervous? Uh, yeah, a little. But once I got the singing, the nervous went away. So I was good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you kind of go into your own world when when you sing and you get all your confidence. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of that, rapping is, is a, a very male world, and most of the the top charting hip hop and rap stars are male. Uh, there are plenty of female rappers, Tank and Lil Kim and Asia Sparks and, and others, but the top of the charts and the big money seems to go mostly to the boys. Now, how are you going to deal with that, or, or are you going to change it? Yeah, I'm going to make my rapping positive lyrics. And 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 that will be be your position uh, in in the rap world, positive lyrics? In good music, yes. Well, of course, it's good music. Who are are your influences? Um, My mom and my dad. (laughs) How about your musical influences? Um, K. Michelle. Okay. All right. Um, if if you could go on the road with, with uh, a, a musician or a band, which one would you like to go with? Um, I believe Keisha Cole. Okay. Or Sierra. All right. Now, I know that, that you're starting to develop a name for yourself in... Um, um, regionally, uh, you've got what twelve thousand um, views on your on your video now, which is pretty good. Yes. Is that the, you got that right? Um, are you 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 
you planning on trying to bring out your your the EP you're now working on? You're trying to, you're going to try and bring that out nationally? Yes, I am uh, finishing my CD. It should be released in June, mid June. In June, okay. And you're going to have a big release party for that. Yeah. Well, at least 800 people again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have to take a quick break for uh, a commercial, and we will be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. We're interviewing Poopy, and uh, we'll be right back. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host on Music Friday Live. We're talking with Poopy, who's a rising young rap singer from Kentucky. And uh, we have to apologize. Uh, we, there was a mix-up in the music, uh, and the, we thought we had her current hit, which is High School Love. And what we have are two other songs that uh, uh, she's, she's collaborated on. We're going to try and find... Uh, uh, high School Love and upload it. If we can't, we're going to put it on our website and also um, it will review it and for the uh, magazines that I write reviews for. Uh, Poopy, there's a um, there's a line in in your in your music that says, "I'm just trying to make it. If I die, there's no replacement." That that that's a really wonderful uh, piece of writing. Uh, it, do you worry about dying? No. It's just a lot of people my age and even cousins that have gotten killed. Um, one of my cousins was 15 when he got killed, and I even had another one that was 18. Well, I can I can see why you're dedicating your, your music to safety in the community. Um, later on, you say that you aim to be the greatest and you call for community unity. Um can music do for a community what it does for individuals, bring happiness? Yes. Uh, and have you seen that happen yourself? Yes, because when um, people, like I want to set example for people, for the youth, especially young girls like me who want their dreams to come true, and when they listen to my lyrics, it'll make them want to do the same. Well, you list um, Keisha Cole as one of your favorite singers. Now, Keisha's done very well. Multi-platinum albums, Billboard hits, Grammy nominations. 
But she's had her ups and downs, and she started out in Oakland with very few advantages. Uh, do you see uh, parallels be- between the two of you? Yes. <laughs> can you can you tell us more about that? Um, because I was born in Beecher Terrace Housing Projects in Louisville, Kentucky, and I feel that's one reason. Well, I, I think that uh, your example and, and your determination is really a, uh, an inspiration to everybody listening uh, for, uh, to, this, to this show. And we've got quite a few people who are emailing here. So why don't we uh, turn to some of the, uh, the emails. We've got uh, Aldolfus in New York City. And Aldolfus wants to know, uh, are you ever going on tour? Yeah. In August. Got, in August, where are you going? Lexington, just local, um, local in Kentucky. Just local in Kentucky. Uh, so, Adolphus, I, I looks like you're not going to see her in New York City for a while, but hopefully you will. Um, Marjoram in um, in Los Angeles wants to know: Are you just a rapper, or do you also do other kinds of music? I'm a singer, not a rapper. You're a singer, not a rapper. Okay. Yes. Um, and you're also, are you also a songwriter? Yes. Uh, and Sasha in, in Austin um, wants to, to, first of all, she wants to know when you're going to, when you're going to be 16. Uh, and I guess the answer to that is soon. Um, yes. But she also... She also wants wants to know when you went from middle school to high school was that really difficult or did the music uh, playing music help you out? Um yeah, it was difficult and the music did actually help me out. Hey, we have we have a number of people who apparently have have found uh your song High School Love on online and are then they want to know did you get the boyfriend? Um, yes, that's my boyfriend in my video. <laughs> so you were successful there. Okay. Um, <laughs> Esmeralda in Oakland says, you ought to come to Oakland. We got a lot of homies here who would love to hear you. You're saying good things, and we need those good things in Oakland. So you look, sounds like you're going to develop some fans in, in Oakland, California. Um Ashanti in New Orleans says, you know, we're the South down here, too, and we're not that far away. Why don't you come over and, and uh, sing a little bit in, in our neighborhood? I'll be happy to. Okay. All right. Now, you know, putting together a, a, a tour is, is a lot of work. Um, uh, when you tour around Kentucky, are you, you just in Louisville there, or do you, you get out around the state? The state. So who who puts that all together? Do you organize that? My father. Uh-huh. And he goes with you no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're you 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 stay in hotels and do a show and then move on to another city and stay in a hotel and do a show? Yeah. Yeah, well, that that that's the uh that that that's the life uh that of a hmm. uh of a singer and and you want that kind of life. Yeah. Well, I want. How do you find time to work in the studio, recording, 
go out and play music, be involved in the community, and still get good grades in high school? Um, I don't really do anything on the weekends. Like, I don't really have any friends. So I'm free all the time. So I can <laughs> basically, yeah. Well, well, since 800 people showed up for your release party, you must have a few friends. <laughs> yeah, I have fans, not very much friends. Oh, we got we got lots of people in in the the, the chat room here. We've we have a uh, uh, an email in here from Giselle uh, Giselle. I'm sorry, Giselle in Los Angeles, and uh, she said I went to the. Uh, her site on Reverb Nation, and that's a great video. Uh, why did she put herself in the video between two very large people? <laughs> because they were the two rappers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there's your answer, Giselle. It, it, it's a, uh, a community effort. Uh, Bobby B. in Seattle wants to know if you play any musical instruments. No. No? no not, so when, when, you, when you write music, you don't sit at a piano or strum on a guitar at all? No, just the no. top of my head. Just the top of your head, okay. Uh, do, you, do you ever plan on learning any instruments? Yes, I want to learn the piano. You want to learn the piano, okay. Well, uh, we are getting close to being out of time. Now, I understand that this, your single, High School Love, has done quite well regionally. It's got 12,000 YouTube views and 20,000 sound, SoundCloud plays. Um, and we hope that uh, when the EP comes out, you'll do, do even better. You should send it to us because we can uh, review it for various magazines. So, um, and we'd like to talk about it on Music Friday Live, and I promise you this time we'll make sure we get all the right songs. Now, unfortunately, we've got to stop talking now because we are just about out of time. Poopy, uh, I want to thank you for taking the time away, away from all the other things you do to be with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Poopy, and you can download Poopy's song, High School Love, at soundcloud.com slash groovy1. You can watch her video and learn more about her on her Reverb Nation site and on YouTube. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host. And uh, <clears throat> you also can hear us on Cyberstation USA and stations around the country. You can also download this as a podcast on Cyber Station USA and on Blog Talk Radio. You can follow our Twitter feeds and get real-time updates on our guests, like our Facebook page. You can also vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at cyberstationusa.com or at blogtalkradio.com. Be here next Friday. The Boogie Woogie Queen, Donia Oxford, will be with us, and also fast-rising country alt-singer Justin Zuban. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on other guests. I want to say good night, everybody. Have lots of music in your weekend, and we're going to play a little bit more of Poopy's song, Trying to Live. Good night. Oh, yeah. Mom, I can't believe my friend's not here.
I'm trying to live my life, enjoy my kids, my wife, right, right. Yeah, I'm just trying to make it. If I die, ain't no replacement. Yeah. I'm trying to live my life, enjoy my kids, my wife, right, right. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it. If I die, ain't no replacement. This that groove, man, yeah. that feel good music. Yeah. If you listening to it, yeah. you feel influenced. Yeah. So grab your boo quick, your body moving. They step into it. Yeah. 